the injury status is with the Wolves this year, uh, in, in my opinion, is, is just terrible. Because we, we don't get any defined, here's what's wrong with the guy, here's how long we think he's going to be out. We, we've seen it with Jake Lehman's toe forever. When, when Carl Anthony Towns hurt his knee uh, against the Clippers back in, what, October, November, we never got a clear, here's what's wrong with Cat, here's how long we think he'll be out. And what this does is, is it kind of creates a two-way street. Like we think, okay, Cat's wrist is hurt. We don't know how bad it is. Is he just milking it to help the Wolves tank and get a better pick that they can trade for Devin Booker? Like there's this whole, there's this whole conspiracy theory going on with the Wolves right now. Uh, in, in, instead of coming out and just giving clear and concise details, you know, they could say, you know what, Cat has a, a hairline fracture in his wrist. Uh, we expect him to be out for, for two to three weeks. We're going to reevaluate it then. But instead they say... Uh, he's going to miss a handful of games. Is all they said. They're not giving an update. We don't know if it's if it's a fracture, if it's a sprain, if it's broke, if it's not broke. And what this does, it it, it doesn't protect the player from it. It, it, it exposes him to more criticism because we don't know exactly what's going on. Is is he milking it? Is he trying to just you know sit on the sidelines? I don't think so because he finally has his best friend, D'Angelo Russell, on the walls, and he I think he wants to play. And that being said, you got to let fans and media know exactly what's going on. Otherwise, the, the, the criticism will continue, I think. How many games in a handful? Uh, last time, it was like 16. Because I'm thinking like, oh, yeah, I have a handful of cocktails later today. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Same, One, two, same 14, deal. whatever. Yeah, Wolves host Boston tomorrow night. Real quick, uh, some Vikings news. Stephon Diggs in the headlines again. Do you, do you follow Stephon Diggs on Twitter? Uh, I don't follow Stephon Diggs on Twitter, but I do follow his antics on Twitter. <laughs> it's and, a treat. And apparently now he has removed all Vikings imagery from his Twitter account, so whatever. Yeah, you, you, you dig deeper. I, I checked out his Instagram this morning. Uh, he, he deleted everything, not just Vikings uh, pictures, but like pictures with his family. He has 25 pictures on Instagram right now, and that's it. So it wasn't just, yeah, he deleted his Viking stuff, but he went a step further and just wiped everything clean. And, and so people are, you know, the, the, the a topic is, does Stefan Diggs want to trade Maybe, but he's he's going to make a lot of money with the with the Vikings this year. He's going to make ten point nine million dollars. Uh, trading him uh, would clear five point five million in cap space. The Vikings are up against the cap. Everson Griffin likely not going to be back next year. You saw that this morning as well. Yeah. Yep. So uh, no no uh, no Griffin. Uh, and that got me thinking: is is there a double standard for 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 the antics of Stefan Diggs and the antics of Adam Thielen? Because this last year we've seen Adam become. Uh, more outspoken. We'll see him uh, complain to the refs a little bit more. Uh, Adam Thielen can walk up to, and have a shouting match with Kirk Cousins on the sidelines and nothing happens. Adam Thielen can publicly call out his coaches on, on, on a coaching scheme, on camera during a presser, and nothing happens. But Stefan Diggs comes and tweets some weird stuff and deletes some pictures and everyone's up in arms. Oh, what a diva. He's a locker room cancer. This is unbelievable. What do you do with Stefan Diggs? Do you think there's a double standard for Thielen and Diggs? I think there is, and I'll tell you why. Uh, if Stefan Diggs had gone to Detroit Lakes High School and played at Minnesota State exactly. Mankato and was yeah. from Minnesota, we'd be uh, we'd be cutting him a pass, too. But because uh, he's not from Minnesota, yeah. he didn't go to Detroit Lakes High School. He didn't play at MSU Mankato. Uh, I think that being the, being the difference. Now, that being said, I'm, I'm a little surprised. And, uh, you know, nobody likes to rip on Adam because he's our hometown yeah, boy. Yeah, that's true. But he's been uh, a little out of character of late with some of his responses to things in the media. Yeah. And so, you know, that's the nice, uh, the interesting thing about social media is you take a look at it and, uh, wow, you know, maybe it's time we get rid of Thielen. 
because uh, you know, he's calling out Kirk Cousins and he's calling out the coaches. Well, Stephon Diggs does this on a daily basis. Yeah, some people call it passion. Yeah. Yeah, when, when Thielen does it, it's passion. When Diggs does it, it's a distraction. Well, I, I think part of it is is that Thielen's, Thielen's approach to calling out people is pretty direct. Yeah, I mean, he'll just come yeah. out and say, God, yeah, Kirk and I weren't out on the same page, blah, blah, blah. I'm not happy with what the coaches are doing. The difference in Diggs is Diggs just deletes pictures and leaves cryptic messages and doesn't really yeah, just, come just, out and say anything. Five-word tweets that people are trying to figure out what's yeah. going on. Yeah, so Vikings, I think that's the difference. I think the Vikings are in a tough spot with, with, with Kirk, with Diggs, and with Thielen because those three guys are making a lot of money. They're paying Kirk a lot of money. They're paying Adam a lot of money. They're paying Steph a lot of money. But yeah, none of those, none of those three guys are the focal point of this offense. I mean, John DeFilippo was fired because he wasn't not running the ball with Dalvin Cook. Dalvin Cook is the focal point of this offense. And if I was Dalvin Cook, I would not step foot to, onto TCO Performance Center without a contract extension. He's supposed to make $1.5 million this season. And to you and I, it's like, wow, that's a lot of money in the NFL. That's that's, that's nothing, it's, that's especially a, a guy who's expected to carry the ball three hundred times. Had had thirteen touchdowns last year. Was a Pro Bowl starter. Had had, had a legit shot at the rushing title early before he got banged up. And you look at other numbers. Uh, Stephon Diggs, of course, with Thielen going down with that hamstring. Uh, Thielen had ten games, forty-eight targets, thirty catches, four hundred eighteen yards, six touchdowns. Diggs, the primary benefactor of that, fifteen games. I had 94 targets, 63 catches, uh, over 1,300 yards, uh, or excuse me, 1,100 yards, and six touchdowns. So if I'm, if I'm the Vikings, do you, maybe you trade Diggs, but you've got a, a good quarterback, regardless of how you feel about Cousins, and you've got two Pro Bowl caliber receivers who should be getting 10 to 12 targets a game each, but instead you're going to run the ball 300 times with Cook. Well, and running Cook uh, 300 times, you know, obviously we've seen uh, from a health standpoint that physically he, can't he might not be able he to handle that load. He just has it. not been able to play an entire season without some kind of health issues. And as much as the Vikings want to be a run first, pass second offense, uh, you have to look at the folks that you got in the backfield. And if uh, when Delvin's healthy, let's face it, he's a top five running back in the NFL. No, no question about it. But... The top two guys, top three guys, they managed to stay healthy all season, get their teams into the playoffs and make that playoff push. We saw that was not the case with Delvin Cook this last season. He's had the injury. So, you know, you talk about trading, uh, you know, in a run first offense, do you get rid of Delvin Cook and go out and find, uh, I'm just throwing a name out there from the Chargers, maybe a guy like Melvin Gordon, yeah, uh, who uh, is proven commodity, can catch the ball in the backfield, pretty still got some wheels under him. I mean, he's not that old or he's uh, washed up. Um, obviously, they're going to pay him a little less, perhaps, than what uh, Cook might be able to make. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it's a toss-up. But, yeah, in a run-first offense, you got to have a back that's durable enough. Uh, take a look at what uh, Chubb did for Cleveland this year. Yeah, um, You know, they didn't win, but he had a very successful season. He was healthy. He played all 16 games. And now, Zeke, the NFL's talking about adding one more game to the lineup and more wildcard games. I saw that, yeah. A league where 44% of the teams make the playoffs isn't really a league I'm interested in. The, the, the wildcard games last year would have been the Los Angeles Rams against the Packers. Rams were awful. And then the Pittsburgh Steelers against the Kansas City Chiefs would have been the, that wild card round. Why even play those games? You know the Packers are going to beat up. Well, and, we know and, why. You know, the, you know the Chiefs are money. It's money. It's money. The NFL is a business. It's a billion-dollar, multi-billion-dollar industry. It's a global industry, and they want to capitalize on every dollar they can take.